Hey everyone, welcome to the Breaking Moment Podcast. My name is Ray Jean Bell, and I am a social worker who wants to give you hope, encourage you, and help you feel less alone in your healing journey. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal, learn, and grow to become a better version of yourself. Through education and personal experience, I will discuss topics around mental health and spirituality. So let's get started on today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Moment Podcast. I hope everyone's day is going well. And if it's not, I want you to know tomorrow could get better. I want you to know that bad days are temporary and good thing good days are around the corner. So today we are going to talk about the negative effects of social comparisons. We're going to go over why we compare ourselves to others. We're going to talk about the negative effects of comparing ourselves to others. And we're going to go over six steps on how to stop comparing ourselves to others. Um, I want to go over this because I think we compare ourselves to others a lot. (laughs) As humans, we just do. We look at the next person, what they're doing, how they're doing. We base that off of if we're doing better than them, if they're doing better than us. And then if they're doing better than us, then we start to, you know, oh, we need to do this like them. We need to do that like them. So I wanted to talk about this because I kind of talked about a little bit last episode where we compare ourselves to others. And depending on that is kind of how we determine our timeline of life. So I wanted to dive a little deeper into comparison and why it can be a negative thing. So comparison is a normal part of life. Comparison in general. We might compare how we used to be to how we are now. We might compare people in our age group. We might compare ourselves to people on our teens. So it's a normal part of life. We are going to compare, but obviously it can be negative if we allow it to consume us and we allow it to dictate our lives and stuff like that. According to wp.nyu.edu, comparisons can help with self-improvement. They can help us get information about what we want, where we want to be, and how we measure up. As I just mentioned, a comparison can help you see kind of where you're at in life. We could see how you are doing compared to people your age group. You can compare yourself to last year, like, wow, I grew a lot. So it doesn't have to be a negative, but we're going to speak about how it can be a negative because I think sometimes we allow it to be a negative thing. There's two types of social comparisons that I'm going to talk about today. The first one is upward social comparison. That's when we compare ourselves to people who looks like they are doing better than us. And then there's downward social comparisons, which is when we compare ourselves to people who are doing worse than we are. I think we do both because say someone's doing better than you, you might compare yourself and you might use that as motivation. Like, wow, you know, I want to get a car like they got or I want to have a house like that. So it can be used to motivate you, yes. Or the downward comparison where, you know, someone's doing worse than us and we're like, wow, like, you know, at least I'm not like that. Like we kind of like, I guess, look at that person as a way to boost ourselves up. But it could be a negative thing. What if you're looking at someone that is a millionaire and you're like, I need to do this, this, this. So you're just running through life to get like them when They had a different makeup than you. Maybe they were born into financial security and you lived in poverty. And none of this is to say you can't, you can do anything you put your mind to. But my point is 
what are you comparing yourself to? Are you being realistic? Are you making yourself work so hard that you cannot even just enjoy the life you're living? You know what I mean? How I talk, like I talked about that last episode. Are you just rushing through it because you're trying to live someone else's highlight? Are you trying to live someone else's life? So you might be looking at someone that is a millionaire, multi-billionaire, whatever, and you're like, I need this, 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 like they have, but you don't know their story. You don't know what they have gone through to get to where they are. Or you might compare yourself to someone that is less fortunate than you and you might use that as motivation. Like, at least I'm not doing as bad as them, which can be seen as a way to motivate yourself, but you also don't know their story. They might be doing the best they can with what they have or what they knew. So, you know, everyone's story is different. And that's why comparing ourselves can be a negative thing because everyone we're on different timelines so some examples of social comparisons you might compare yourself to people on your sports team maybe you're looking at the best player on the team and you want to be like them you want to you want to score as many points as them you want to run as fast as they are um you might compare yourself to your colleagues at work maybe one of your colleagues got the manager position you're like wow like we both started at the same place and they got manager like you know I want to get like that Um, You might compare yourself to your classmates. Maybe one of your classmates always gets straight A's or they're really good at this subject. And you're like, ah, I want to be like that. I want to have good grades like that. I want to know this subject like they do or stuff like that. You might compare yourself to social media. Someone just posted they travel to like five countries and you've traveled to zero. Oh, I want to start traveling. Um, I want to, oh, I want to get a house like that. I want a car like that. I want those shoes. So those are some examples of socially comparing ourselves to other people in different, I want to use different populations. So um, you could socially compare yourself to anyone (laughs) at any place, but these were some examples. I just wanted you to know what I mean by social comparisons. So some of the negative effects of comparing yourself, it can cause you to feel depressed because like I said, you're comparing yourself to someone's highlight. You say you're going through your breaking moment and you're looking at that person and you're like, wow, they just got their degree and then they just got married. Oh my gosh, like I'm so far behind. Of course you're going to be depressed because you are literally comparing their highlight to your lowest point of your life or your rough patch. That's not fair because you also don't know, you don't know what they've been through. They might've just got out of their rough patch and they're finally sharing their highlight. I just think, you don't know what you don't know what they went through to get to where they are. So, yes, it can cause you to feel depressed because you're you're like you're pretty much saying your life should be like theirs and since it's not it's causing you to feel depressed. But your life isn't supposed to be like theirs. It might cause you to have low self-esteem. You might feel not good about yourself just because of someone else's life and you think your life should be like theirs it might cause you to feel inferior you might think of them as superior because they have more money because they have this they have that no money doesn't make you like I said a lot of these things that we compare ourselves to are external things because I always hear I'm really big on podcasts and like reading stuff and so many times I hear how people will achieve a thing that they wanted maybe making that million dollars or whatever making good money and they're still depressed. Why? Because you're, you're, you're letting an external thing dictate your happiness. It can contribute to your happiness, but it cannot be your happiness. There's no way. And some of you guys might say, Ray Jean, I don't know what you're talking about. A million dollars gonna make me happy. Hey, if that's you, that's you. But nine times out of 10, an external thing isn't gonna make you happy because it can easily be taken away. But you, 
you are you. You're with yourself every day. If you're not good, I, I'm just, I always say this. If you're not good, then what are you doing? Think about money is be, to be spent. What about when you spend all that money, then what? You're going to be depressed again? And then you're going to be like, I'll be happy when I get more money. Like, no, you have to work on yourself. You have to work on you. You have to find happiness. You have to find peace. You have to find love within yourself first. You're not going to get high self-esteem just because you got a million dollars. Like, you might feel good, but your self-esteem is how you see yourself. So you see yourself as money? You see yourself as that relationship? No, you're more than that. So yes, it might cause you to feel inferior. It might make you feel left behind. And I kind of explained how we, why we feel left behind because we think that it's like someone made this imaginary timeline of like how life should be. Like, I guess one person might've done it or a couple people might've done it in the world. And it's like, this is like the universal timeline. Like, no, that's not how life works. God made all of us different for a reason. And we're going to achieve things differently at different times. It does not mean you're behind. You're just, it's just not time yet. And I, and I will always say what you tell yourself and how you tell yourself is important. So you can sit and say, I'm behind, or you can say, I'm going to be happy for this person or good for them. It's not my time yet. And then you keep moving forward. But if you let, if you believe that you're behind, then that's going to contribute to the depression and the low self-esteem because you've already told yourself you're behind because you didn't achieve what that person achieved. Maybe you're not supposed to, or maybe it's not time yet. The negative effects can also cause you to feel not good enough. You might feel like you're not good enough for certain things. Um, can cause you to feel frustrated. You're frustrated that that didn't happen to you yet. Cause you to feel angry. Cause you to feel resentment. You feel resentment towards them because they achieved something you wanted, but you didn't get it, but they achieved it before you. So those are just some negative effects that comparing yourself can cause. And like I said, there can be positive ways to social comparisons that can motivate you. And if you're using it to motivate you, then cool. Like this might not apply to you, but for those that have used social comparison and it affect them in a negative way, and as I'm raising my hand, I'm saying that, um, then this be for you. I just don't want it to affect you negatively anymore because it can be a positive way. You're supposed to be you for a reason, guys. So some steps, some steps to stop social comparison. I talked about this last episode. Limit social media access. I think social media is no joke. And everything in life has positives and negatives. But social media can definitely be a negative thing. If if it causes you, if every time you go on Instagram, say you're in a good mood, and every time you go on Instagram, you leave feeling frustrated, resentful, because they got this and you didn't, angry, mad, then you need to do some self-checks with yourself and you need to figure out, like, I mean, I'm not saying maybe get rid of it, because it's hard. I get social media is a way to stay connected. You can laugh at funny memes and funny things. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I get it. But if it's affecting your everyday life and causing you to always feel angry and mad after you get off of it, I think we need to, that's kind of a, uh, that's a reflection moment of something needs to change. Maybe you limit how much you see it in the mornings or the nights or throughout the day. There's nothing wrong with that. Because social media, you know, everyone's on it. Everyone's showing what's going right. And then you might be like, oh, nothing's going right for me. Limiting social media. Um, spend time with yourself and find things you like about you. I want you right now, if you can, or if you can't do it now, I want you to work on this for the week. I want you to find three things you like about yourself. And guess what? This might be hard, especially if you're someone that has low self-esteem, someone that, you know, compares yourself to other people. 
you might find this this activity very hard, but I want you to really think about three things you like about yourself. Three things. What do you like about yourself? It could be that you're funny. It could be that you're good looking. It could be that you are caring. It could be that you um, are hardworking. It could be that you are resilient. It could be that you are outgoing. It could be that you are creative, whatever it is, I want you to put three things. What are three things that you like about yourself? Then I want you to ask close friends and family three things they like about you. And you could do more than three. Hey, if you have more than three, go for it. I want you to find things you like about yourself so you can stop comparing yourself to other people. So the point is the more the merrier, but just start off with three, three things you like about yourself. And then maybe ask three close friends, friends and family members, things they like about you. And this just kind of helps you to, and I want you to keep looking at these things. Next time you say, oh my God, like I'm so behind and I'm not good enough for that. You're going to look at those three things like, you know what? I might not have what she has. I might not have what he has, but you know what? At least I'm creative. You know what? At least I'm beautiful. You know what? At least I have a good heart. And then, you know, maybe read the three things your family says about you. At least I am loyal. At least I am humble. At least I am funny, you know? So I want you to... Write these down, but I also want you to utilize them when you are starting to feel that you are socially comparing yourself. You're starting to feel those negative effects show up in your life. I want you to go back to these. These are going to be important that you go back to them. It's not just writing them down just because, but you go back to them when you feel like you need to be reminded about who you are and about what you, what good things you do in the world and what, and the good person that you are so that you don't have to compare yourself to others. And believe so that you can start believing in yourself and your abilities. Um, another step. So sorry, I keep getting off track, but I like to explain things, you know. So that was so the fourth step is to practice gratitude. What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? Yes, your situation might suck right now. Yes, you might be having the worst year of your life. But what's something you're grateful for? Are you in your right mind? You know, how many people that maybe aren't in their right mind. Do you still have a meal that you can eat? once or twice or three times a day? You know how many people that don't have that? Um, do you have a phone? You know people that don't have phones? Um, because I say that because I feel like when we are going through a thing, it's hard to say what you're grateful for, but I think you have to dig deep and really find out what you're grateful for. You might just be grateful that you have a great support system. That's something that can be, that we take for granted, having people that support you because not everyone has that. Some people are literally on their own. Um, do you have a therapist? Some people struggle with mental health but they can't afford services or there's so much stigma and they're scared um are you grateful for do you have a vehicle do you have transportation not everyone has cars nowadays it's expensive do you have a house do you have an apartment i mean i'm sure you guys know the how the economy is stuff is expensive so if you have these things be grateful for them and it'll just kind of take away like i said Doing these activities help you to focus on what is going right right now. What are you grateful for? What do you like about yourself? Helps you focus on you and what's going right and what you contribute to the world and you contribute to yourself and helps you to stop focus on those external things. Stop focus on those other people. Yes, I want you to think about three things that you're grateful for. And you could try to do these daily, if not, maybe weekly, monthly. And I just want you to kind of use, refer back to them when you start to feel these negative effects of social comparison or negative effects of anything. They kind of will bring you back to what is going right? What is going good? What am I thankful for? What am I, what other people like about me type of thing? What, focus on your strengths and the things that you are good at. The things that you like about yourself could also be your strengths or they might not. So for example, me, Let's see, three things I like about myself. I would say that I am, I'm respectful. 
I like that I'm outgoing. I like that I'm resilient. And I would say three strengths that I have is that I am a good listener. I think that's the social work in me, being an active listener. I think I'm loyal to people I love, to my friends, family. And I think that I view obstacles as opportunities to overcome things. In that example, some of my strengths weren't connected to the things I like about myself. So your example is your strengths might be linked to what you like about yourself, and that's fine. But sometimes it might not be. Just because you have strengths in a thing may not be what you like about yourself, and that's okay. But it's important to focus on what are your strengths? What are you good at? Because now you're able to see, okay, what are three things I like about myself? Okay, what are three things others that are close to me like about myself? Okay, what are the things I'm grateful for? And now what are my strengths? So now you're starting to create this it's like different pieces to the puzzle and it's going to create the masterpiece. It's going to help you see yourself for what you are and you won't need to compare yourself to others because you're good enough. Point blank period. Um, and the last step, focus on your journey and how far you come. I want you to compare yourself, compare your growth to your past. So that's the only comparison I really want you to do. Um, I mean, like I said, if you are able to compare yourself to others and it, you, and use it as a positive way to motivate you, cool. If it's not making you feel depressed and negative and and resentful, then that's fine. Hey, do what you're doing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? But if you are struggling with it, that's okay. And I want you to use the comparison as in comparing your growth. So how were you two years ago? Have you made some progress? I'm sure you have. Maybe you don't talk the same way to yourself as you used to. Maybe you don't talk to your family members the same way as you used to. Maybe you spend time with yourself now. Maybe you finally went back to school. Maybe you um, finally overcame that depression. Maybe you finally overcame that breakup. Whatever it is, I want you to focus on compare yourself to how you used to be. So then that will also show you, wow, like, you know what? I've overcome things. Wow, I've grown. And all these, like I said, all these are different pieces to the puzzle that will create a masterpiece and it'll help you to see yourself as a different, in a different way to see that you are, you are able to overcome anything. You are able to be who you want to be and that you don't need to compare yourself to other people because you don't need to be other people. You need to be you because the world needs you, not you being them. The world needs you to be you. I hope that was helpful. I just felt in my heart to talk about this because I think no matter where we're at in life, everyone's doing different things. Everyone is in different stages of life than us. And that's okay. We're not all supposed to be doing the same thing because we all bring different things to the world. So you need to be you. So in closing, I want you to know that you are good enough the way you are. You don't need to be like anyone else to be happy because happiness is within you. Peace is within you. Love is within you. All the things that you're searching for and other people and looking at other people to get, you can give to yourself. Um, God made you for a reason. So find that reason. Instead of looking for it in others, I want you to find it in you. You are unique and you make the world a better place just by being you. I challenge you to find the reason that God made you you. What makes you stand out? What makes you happy? What makes you lovable? What makes you you? I love you all and never forget you are good enough just the way you are. All right. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the Breaking Moment Podcast. If this information was helpful, please share it with others. And if you enjoy listening, subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes. 
You can listen to the Breaking Moment podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Until then, I will see y'all next week.